This week's episode of Taco the Town is being recorded socially distanced on the heated outdoor patio here at the Flying Horse Tap Room located at 600 East 63rd Street, Kansas City, Missouri 64110 in the Brookside area of KC. If you're looking for a great heated outdoor patio this fall and winter to sip some socially distant beers with friends, Flying Horse Tap Room is the place. The Flying Horse is a heated party patio in front, sculpture beer garden in the back. Flying Horse is open Thursday through Sunday, and they not only have great brews, but they have an outstanding food menu too. Tons of apps, salads, pizzas, and a whole lot of flatbreads. And for all you taco lovers out there, might I suggest the Nacho Con Pollo made with chicken, a beer cheese sauce, jalapenos, mozzarella, and tortilla chips. It's like the distant taco nacho cousin of the flatbread family. We here at Taco the Town give it 4.7 out of five golden flatbreads. That's our first flatbread rating we've ever given here on the show. They've also got gluten-free cauliflower and herb crust with any of their pizzas. And don't forget to check out the Flying Horse's Happy Hour specials. That's the Flying Horse Tap Room, 600 East 63rd Street, right here in Brookside. We really appreciate them letting us record the show here this week. We're just trying to keep everything outdoors, keeping it COVID safe. And now, what do you say? On with the show. Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I've still never met a taco I didn't like. Actually, there is one taco place that I did have a very bad taco experience at, and that place will go unmentioned until Steve Kornacki at the big board tells me that it's the right time for me to taco about it. Today, we'll be reviewing another great place in Kansas City to get tacos. We'll be joined by special guests who will share their favorite taco places and taco memories with us. We'll share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some socially distant tacos. It's our Thanksgiving episode, folks. Why not mix things up this year and have tacos instead of turkey for your family? Your small, intimate gathering of family members this Thanksgiving. Or maybe turkey tacos. There's a thought. Welcome to Taco the Town. Thank you. 
Uh, I've got some breaking news here. Our longtime editor and producer here at Taco the Town, Matt Allen, has an announcement he'd like to make. Let's uh, let's go live to our uh, T3 Conference Center. Uh, it looks like things are about to get underway. Up oh, here's Matt now. Good afternoon. For those of you that may not know me, my name is Matt Allen, and I'm the engineer for Taco the Town. Over the last three years, there's been much discussion about, quote, soap people. Those people that cannot eat cilantro without tasting the sensation of soap on their taste buds. Well, today I have an announcement. I am a soap person. I've spent years trying to deny the truth and lying to those closest to me. But today I'm finally ready to tell my truth. And I ask for privacy while my family and I work our way through this trying time. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, not sure what to say. Um, uh, we're going to give Matt his space. Matt can take all the time he needs to be with his family and his loved ones during this time. I'm glad that he was finally able to get all that off his chest. I just feel for his wife who is not a soap person. I can only imagine what that's like living with a soap person. It takes a lot of guts for her to support him through this difficult time, but I guess that's what we're going to have to do as well. Godspeed to you, Matt, and please take all the time you need. Let's find out what taco place we're going to be reviewing this week. This week's taco destination is Macho Taco. That's right. Last week, we did Taco Naco, and this week, we're doing Macho Taco. It's one of the newest taco spots in town. Macho Taco is a ghost kitchen. What is a ghost kitchen? Does that mean that the kitchen died and now it's a ghost? Or does it mean that the kitchen floats around and floats through walls? Very interesting. So yeah, Macho Taco is a ghost kitchen. It operates out of the Michael Forbes Kitchen in Brookside, 128 West 63rd Street. It's only available right now for carryout and delivery through DoorDash, especially on Taco Tuesdays. Macho Taco offers a combination of traditional Mexican dishes with its own house specialties. That includes queso dip, nachos with a choice of steak, chicken, or taco meat, chicken wings with house-made sauce, Tacos, enchiladas, burritos, fried chicken tenders, salad, and taco salad. And according to their website, the best smoked salsa on the planet. And they make it all from scratch. Bold flavors and big fun will be yours at Macho Taco. Let's meet this week's special taco reviewer guests. Our first guest is known around town as a savvy business owner of an award-winning medical spa in the Metro, Plaza Aesthetics. She is also a well-known plus-size model slash body-positive advocate who is empowering others to love the skin they are in. Welcome to Taco the Town, Dr. Amber Botros. Hey, Dave. Thank you for having us. No problem. Thank you. I don't think we've ever had a doctor on the show before. <laughs> That's wonderful, I guess. <laughs> it's nice to be here. Thank you for asking me. So 
tell me about the medical spa. What all goes on at Plaza Aesthetics? Sure. So I opened the business about six years ago, and I am a board-certified primary care doctor. So we're a doctor's office, but I mostly provide aesthetic treatment. So what goes on? Botox. Most people know neurotoxin as Botox. Injectable fillers. We have um, skincare treatments, uh, laser resurfacing, um, laser hair removal, and then I also do hormone replacement and medical weight loss. What about cool sculpting? Okay. So cool sculpting... Is that kind of like cool... Ranch Doritos, it's just <laughs> like a really cool thing to do? <laughs> or is it, um, it completely is, different? No, it is a cool thing to do okay. um, because it is cold. But I don't have that specific technology. So okay. I have um, a procedure called TrueSculpt 3D, and it's also body contouring. So you can freeze fat or heat fat, and that causes fat cell death. And I have the treatment that heats fat. Okay. So I have the warm side instead of the cool side. So it's hot sculpting. Hot sculpting, yes. Okay. But that's not really a real term, right? Is it? Uh, <laughs> we can call it whatever you want. That's fine. <laughs> All right. Let's meet our second guest. He is an avid sports fan and master tailgater. He is a dive bar aficionado, a ham's beer connoisseur, and a reformed spandex cat suit enthusiast. Welcome to Taco the Town, John Stoner. Hey, thanks for having me. No problem. Thank you for being on the show. So we share a love of hams. Yep, the hams barrel, Sasha. You know, me and Sasha spent many evening together, throw a lot of darts, <laughs> drink a lot of those guys. <laughs> so where did your love of hams begin? Mine probably began when I saw that old sign they used to have up in bars, the moving campfire scene. Oh, yeah. That, that, those uh, are expensive. I know. <laughs> yeah, I've been to trying to find one. Oh, man, $500 yeah. is like cheap on those. And they're yeah. very delicate, too. Yeah. I they remember. fall apart pretty easy, so you have to find somebody that can like build them back together. And Yeah. Uh, so I got on the hams 2014 during the World Series run. Um, <laughs> I had some friends at Julep. They, they own Julep, and they would hold the nice table with the big TV for me if I brought a big group of friends in. And they have all their fancy whiskeys and everything, but they carried hams. And I was just making pyramids of that every Royals game <laughs> and uh, found out I really liked it and just kept rolling from there. I know. I would just, whenever there was a party, I would just grab a, a pack of hams. Yep. And it was a beautiful box. It always has the mountain scene on it, the beautiful blue sky and the, the snowy capped mountains. And it just was a, a beautiful gift to bring to parties and people, <laughs> but nobody would drink it. So I, I was, it was all for me. That's a good thing. Yeah. Pack, exactly. right? yeah. yeah. 30 pack. Yeah. You don't want to drink in your beer. <laughs> okay. So I know from uh, you guys reaching out to me that you guys are taco lovers. Is, oh, that, yeah. is that correct? Oh, correct. Yeah. Tell me about your taco love. Where did your taco journey begin? Well, we probably eat uh, some sort of Mexican food at least twice a week. So. And you guys are a couple. Let me just yes, let you yes, say yes. that. <laughs> sure. yes. um, so, love of tacos. Well, I grew up in Kansas. and What's I'm, your hometown? Um, my hometown is Topeka, Kansas. Topeka, that's a good taco city. Yeah. Uh, it's a decent city. <laughs> they have Taco Ticos there. They do have Taco Ticos, yes. <laughs> did you ever go to Taco Tico I did. Up? I did. It was There was one fairly close to where I grew up. But um, I don't know in terms of uh, like where it changed to where I was eating Mexican food quite a bit. But I think for me, um, I like with tacos that you have a tortilla, so you have like a little less carbohydrate, and you can fill it with um, a protein, and then veggies and keep it very low carb okay so it's the health aspect the health, of well it. potentially i mean and the taste and the taste but 
if you want to keep it healthy, you can, or you can go to the other side and, you know, add cheese and sour cream and guacamole and all the, the really amazing things that go on tacos too. So you have, have you options. ever at any time in your life been a burrito girl or has it always been tacos? I've never been a burrito girl. No, I am. I'm ta- I'll do a taco salad, but not, okay. not a burrito. That's no. music in my ears. We don't talk about burritos <laughs> here on the show. Uh, John, when did your love of tacos begin? You know, I think I started with Taco Villa and uh, Taco Bell. There Ta- we go. Taco John, you know, all those old school Aletha and kind of that part of town. And then uh, as I got older, started going to nice restaurants and everything. Got onto those like fried ones and everything. And then once I uh, got a bar over in KCK, started hanging out over there all the time. It was like the the taco jackpot everywhere over there with the street tacos was. That's my stuff right there. So you are a co-owner of Colonial Club, yeah. which we've done here on the show. Great yep. gringo tacos oh, at yeah. Colonial Club. Yeah, tremendous. Uh, it's more about the party. <laughs> but the, ta- the, tacos, <laughs> the tacos are good, but the, the tequila and the beer too, man. Yeah, remind but, everyone the special that you guys have. Oh, at- man, uh, Wednesdays, so we don't compete with all the other taco nights, and it is uh, three gringo tacos, uh, Modelo, and a shot of tequila for $5. What a deal. Yep. It's a great, great <laughs> deal. Instant party. Instant party. Another good thing about tacos is like margaritas are never too far behind once you got tacos going. And I'm, I'm a big margarita fan. I'm really heartwarmed that you grew up eating Taco Villa like me. Mm-hmm. So did you grow up in Overland Park? I went to nine schools, but okay. I just kept going that direction. <laughs> okay. And ended up down in like Osawatomi and okay. Paola and Hillsdale, all those little schools. And that was kind of the closest city that we had. Okay. Yeah. I got family down there. Which one? And we might we might need to talk <laughs> yeah, about we'll it. Yeah, we'll talk through that. Yeah. <laughs> now I saw pictures of you guys last night. Not to sound weird or anything, but <laughs> I saw pictures on Instagram. You were at the opening of the newest bar in KC. Was this a VIP event? You guys were at the Mercury Room, this new bar. I'm sure my invitation got lost in the mail. I'm positive <laughs> of it because I'm I'm good friends with Noel Manica, former guest here on the show. I'm sure my invitation got lost in the mail, but tell me about the Mercury Room. That place looked amazing. Yeah, so it's um, at the corner of 18th and Walnut. It's in a newer building. It's on the 14th floor. Um, It's just an exquisite view. You're just nestled in, like right in the middle of the crossroads. And... um, the decor is gorgeous. Again, wonderful view. It's very intimate. Uh, I guess there was an outdoor area that we didn't have access to, um, but probably seats about 40 people. So it's definitely something that you have to make reservations um, well in advance. Um, but it's definitely going to be Kansas City's next new VIP exclusive bar. What's that installation they have that has like the uh, stars and the shooting lights and stuff on the ceiling what is that made out of Looked like they had a bunch of christmas lights (laughs) and then had kind of like the hanging down bigger bulbs like you would have on a patio but they were all bright white and they mixed in and blended with the ceilings and there's mirrors everywhere you just kind of got lost in it all and you're just Mm -hmm. feel like you're floating in like the sky it kind of looks like space mountain yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and the tables are all mirrored also so you're seeing that fancy ceiling in the mirrored tables wow and they had one drink that was had uh, hay smoke in it. I've never seen that before. Hay smoke. Hay smoke. And, uh, you know, as a man grew, did a decent amount of time in Miami and Cass County, I could appreciate that. <laughs> they had like a tray that they came out and had they poured the drink in the middle. And on the tray, they put hay around it and then like sparked it and it flared up. And it kind of smelled like grass fire in there for a minute. 
And then I guess that went in, into the whiskey somehow. Who knew that was going to be a thing in hey 2020 smoke. that hay smoke in bars was going to be hip and cool? Yep. You know, California is always out there leading, you know, and uh, I think they, they nailed another one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I didn't get invited because I always tend to bring tacos everywhere with me and that wouldn't go with the aesthetic of the place i usually have tacos in a in a knapsack <laughs> you think that'd be a plus man yeah yeah that's you, like you the, think it's like you show up with tacos and it's like ruby slippers yeah you know, you'd ruby think slippers why you say so come yeah, on yeah you'd yeah. think they enjoy they'd enjoy that oh well maybe next time so we tonight we are doing the episode the macho taco episode here at flying horse tap room have you guys ever been here before i have been here it's been a it's been a year or two uh, I like to ride little mopeds around, and this was always one of my spots when I was coming down south. You ride mopeds around? Yeah. Yeah, nice. a little ruck- Honda Ruckus, 49cc. I'd hit the gas station there on Oak, get get some fuel, grab a beer over here, <laughs> and get, get on my way. Now, John, you got to tell me the story behind the cat suits. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, this was back in 2014, right? Yeah, 2014. Did you do it all for the Royals? Have you? And you said you've yeah. retired the cat suit? I retired it, so uh, 2014... I was out there, and uh, it was actually Derek Jeter's last game, and me and my buddy, we wore him out there. We said, uh, one classy cat, Derek Jeter. It did a <laughs> sign, and it was funny, and it went all over the New York Times and stuff. And then Where'd you a, get them made? Uh, Blue Chip Wrestling, local company. Okay. They make wrestling onesies? Yeah. And, and that was a wrestling onesie? It was a wrestling singlet. Oh, the, singlet, that's what it is. And yeah. the cat's name Sprinkles, and it's actually the one that Angela had off the office, but they blew it up and put it on the spinning okay. And so we were— uh, we wore it out there one game. The Royals won 10 in a row. And we went from first to second in, like, in, in wild card condition. So me and my buddy kept doing it. And like we won every time we wore those things out there. So it kind of got to be a thing. And then uh, I had a red one made for Chiefs games. Just rolled with it for a couple of years. And uh, they go to 275 pounds. I started getting a good amount over that and kind of <laughs> testing the limits on that spandex. <laughs> so I retired it. And then, uh, and then uh, the Queer Eye guys came in from that Queer Eye for the Straight guy. And they uh, cut my beard way down to size and t- tamed my hair and uh, took my cat suits away and everything. They're so the ones that took your cat suit they're, away? They're kind of retired. I was kind of retiring it anyway, but then the Jonathan on there actually liked it. He was kind of strutting around it and everything. <laughs> he he might have took one of them. I don't know. He wore it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he thought that was pretty cool. It, look, it looked way better on him, to tell you the truth. <laughs> He's a nice-looking man. Now, Amber, did you know him when he had his cat suit? I did. That's actually the first time we ever met. And that's what... Drew you to him? Uh, no, not, that would not be the case. <laughs> because because those cat suits are chick magnets. Oh, you know it, those man. are chick you magnets. Well, man would have nothing to hide in one of those. <laughs> when I was in college, I would keep a Sasquatch costume in mm-hmm. the trunk of my car, or in or in my apartment, and just bring it out when I thought I had to impress a girl. I would go, "Oh, I'll be right back." Huh? I'd get my Sasquatch costume on, so I understand the whole thing about bringing clothing to attract women, but usually the Sasquatch costume would make them run the other way. (laughs) If they saw me jump out of it, they would usually not come and pose for pictures with me. They would run down the street. So I should have gone the singlet. Yeah, should have gone singlet. It's better. It's better move. (laughs) Now, is it in a box in the closet? Do you have it nicely stored? Or is it hanging in a closet? No, we just moved, so it's definitely in a box somewhere, but I I don't know which one. It's, It's... not on display. Something like that should be in the it, Royals Hall of Fame, I believe. Probably. It'll probably go with the mantle. 
Yeah. <laughs> Put it in the mantle in the new house. In the, in the mantle in the living room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't wash it. Have you ever washed it? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's been oh, washed bloody. Okay. <laughs> Next to the Picasso painting, right? Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> John, you call yourself a master tailgater. What's the craziest tailgate you've ever been to or performed at? I mean, it, do you get as crazy as the Bills Mafia guys where they you know, jump I've been off out bus? There. I've been, Bills, I've, I've been, yeah, I've, I've tailgated out there with them guys, and uh, they, they absolutely bring it, and it's a good time. Uh, man, those football teams are so bad and everything, I feel bad for them. <laughs> but they're, yeah, they're jumping off tables, they're wild, but it's a party, they're very welcoming. It's not scary, it's not like going to Oakland. Uh, right. It's, it's like, <laughs> I didn't like going there, that wasn't any fun. Uh, you went to Oakland in the cat suit? I did wear the cat suit Ooh. into the black hole. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, that was a that was a, my, how many batteries did you get thrown at you? <laughs> you know, everybody's like, hey man, did you get in a bunch of fights? I was like, I didn't get any fights, but I had a ton of offers. <laughs> that's kind of how I, that's the best way to put that. But yeah, that was that was that was no fun out there. Now, do you think tacos make a good tailgate food? Or do you think that Absolutely. they yeah. do? Because yeah. they travel well. And now everybody has a, a lot of people use those that blackstone, the flat top grill. That's kind of the Oh yeah, okay. And that's the pro move at a tailgate now. And then you could, uh, you know, you got all your stuff marinate the night before. You just get it out and throw it on there and uh, just whip them up. You don't think they get too messy, especially if you're no. doing a lot of dancing or jumping off of uh, yeah, you don't want buses. To if you're jumping off a bus, you're going to have a hard time with anything. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're, uh, you're probably a hot pocket probably wouldn't even work jumping off a bus. Yeah. Do they make taco-flavored hot pockets? If they don't, they're missing They're missing <laughs> something there. I know I know they do the Philly. They do the Philly. They do the pepperoni and cheese. How you got the Italian this? one. <laughs> I've ate a lot of hot pockets. You want to? You need to see the top of my mouth to know how many hot pockets I've ate. <laughs> Amber, have you ever tailgated with John before? I have. It was quite the experience. What uh, What are some of the highlights? Sure. So I had no idea that it was like an ultimate sport. So these guys will like prepare all week for this. And then, like you said, they marinate the food the night before and they get up at like 4 a.m. to drive out to Arrowhead and then they're in line like pulling into the gate at Gotta 6 a.m. Yeah. And then they have like all of their setup. And I don't understand that. Like I would rather just go not be stressed. I'm not a morning, early morning person. I'd rather sleep in, you know, maybe bring like a charcuterie or something easy. Perhaps. Charcuterie to a tailgate? Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> we got different styles. <laughs> we're, we're figuring all this out. I'm going to get hate mail after people listen to this. <laughs> but I, I guess I just, I, I understand now that there, I mean, there's so much blood, sweat and tears into this process and it's it was totally foreign to me i i understand why they do it and they carry on the tradition um it just isn't something i think i would want to participate in every weekend okay i'd you rather need, get my beauty sleep you need your sleep <laughs> i was about to say that's pretty early when i say i'm a master tailgater i mean like master food eater i have figured out where all the really good tailgates are I, oh so I'm, you move around the parking lot oh, he's, not, he's not the I'm, chef i've moved on past bringing the grill and everything and now i just go see my buddies and try a little bit here try a little bit there and uh yeah the it's like a keeping up with the joneses man you get you know you got a tent the other guy does two tents mud this guy's got hay on his floor why don't you have hay why are we standing mud at your tailgate dan but aaron fox over here's got hay to stand on and uh it's funny this guy's got work. a bus this guy's got a double decker yeah, bus come yeah. on man we got he brought his own you brought his own urinal you know yeah, this like, guy's got a t-shirt for, cannon you know yeah, yeah. when uh, when i was doing it the best we did was uh we brought out a, one of those portable bars and had, like, it was big enough for two bartenders behind it. And we had a bunch of liquor donated and just had a line of people. They were coming out. The Arrowhead security, 
they were yelling at us, but we weren't selling it. We were giving it away, you know, but they could tip the bartenders and uh, we found some nice gals from Twin Peaks. They were running it for us and it nice was gal. it was quite the system. And then oh we, set up a, we set up a, like a fake wrestling ring in the back of my truck and had my buddy dressed up like Macho Man Randy Savage. And he like, <laughs> once he's in that thing, he's got the beard painted on and, and the tassel. He stays in character the whole time. He's like yelling at everybody and doing the, oh yeah, brother voice and and calling everybody out. It was Nobody wanted to get in that ring with him either. He's about 300 pound man. <laughs> that sounds like the most amazing tailgate ever. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. <laughs> It's, it's wild out there. <laughs> but people come to Kansas City and look John up just to tailgate with him. Like, yeah, that the, would be pretty common. Yeah, the 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 diplomat from Columbia did. He was the, he lives in Washington, D.C. He moved back. To, he's not going to be diplomat anymore because he moved back to Columbia because he's going to run for president. But he went to KU and he ended up being a Chiefs fan. And then he went back down there. And he, this guy had been kidnapped as a political prisoner from by Pablo Escobar. Like, one of wow. the most interesting people you ever meet. Uh, one of his handlers found me on Twitter. Like, hey, we, throw, we hear you know where the good time is out here. <laughs> and so now I got this diplomat with diplomatic immunity rolling around, smoking cigars, following me around out there, <laughs> taking pictures of everybody. It's like it's the coolest thing. That's amazing. It, it was, you just can't make stuff like that. You have like bodyguards with him? No, he didn't. Oh. Like, you wouldn't know who he was. You know, <laughs> nobody awesome. here would know who he was. So John's known for his parties that he throws for um, the home opener. So I, I guess the Chiefs, they don't formally throw a large party, and that's something he's yeah, they done. Announce it. They'd always announce it late, you know, maybe something at Power & Light, go drink $7 beers. Yeah, because they used to do like red, the official red, the old school like Red Friday yeah. was like in Westport. They kind of let that old die, yeah. and then uh, so I was like, we're not letting that die, and uh, so I started doing it out in my at my house. Like we do it like, a, it got so big we were doing like a whole pig and like catering from like several barbecue places and it got to be the place where all the out-of-town fans would come but it was like 200 people wow and uh i was pulling permits and everything and now we're in the new house and Am amber's kind of warming up to the idea i think i am bit. not no maybe i read it wrong big x big red x <laughs> <laughs> but we did we kind of moved to the colonial club we kind of do it out there now and, oh nice yeah it's just everybody just wants to know where to go. They don't care where. God, that's you could like even close down that street that's in front of Colonial did. Club. That's oh, you did? did. That's awesome. We went halfway that's out. Perfect. You, you know how wide the street is. Yeah. We went halfway out there and had a ton of people. It was wonderful. That's great. So I forgot to tell you guys, this is our Thanksgiving episode. Oh. Okay. Mm -hmm. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Yeah. Happy what are your What are your plans? What do you eat? Where do you go? <laughs> I mean, this this year is going to be a little different. So I think. Initially, we were going to order something pre-made, <laughs> and then <laughs> I started feeling guilty. So um, my office coordinator, she was going to pick up some fresh turkeys from a farm somewhere, I believe, in Kansas. So I believe we are getting a fresh turkey, and then he will smoke the turkey overnight, and I will make the sides. Nice. I don't know how her guilt turned into me smoking a turkey. <laughs> here, here, here we are, though. So we're, I'm kind of looking forward to the adventure. I've never <clears throat> been too much of a cook myself, but we'll get it done. Now, I've got a, I've got a little quiz here for you. Not really a quiz, but a map of the uh, United States came out, kind of like the political map that we've all been watching recently. It was detailing the most popular side dishes, Thanksgiving side dishes in America, and what each state preferred. Do you guys want to go through some of these and let me know 
if they're whack or, <laughs> or if they're, you know, right up there. So let me know if, if these are some of the side dishes you have. So let's go with Kansas. Kansas had one that no other state really had. Cream corn. Whack. Yeah, disgusting. That's whack. Yeah. Wow. No, we don't. You never have cream corn? No, I've never seen it. I've never, I mean, I've grown up in Kansas. I don't remember cream corn. Maybe I just don't eat cream corn. So Yeah, I mean, I've had it at events where there was like a potluck, but it's not I've something never, I'd ever want I've to I've never thought of it as a Thanksgiving state. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I understand it's a thing. Missouri, Oklahoma, Utah, and West Virginia, their favorite side dish are rolls. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's a weird side dish. You know, I would take that as a... I mean, everybody's gonna have, yeah. everybody has rolls, right? Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's just like, yeah, it's there. Yeah. It's an yeah. addition. Exactly. It's like saying forks. <laughs> right. Yeah. Napkins. Yeah. Arkansas had a really weird one, but a delicious one. White gravy. Hmm. Okay. Staple. Do you do white or brown gravy I've with your turkey? I've always done brown gravy on my turkey, but I'm not opposed to trying both. Okay. Yeah. I think brown or, or white gravy is quite delicious with mashed potatoes. Yeah. Wyoming, their favorite is brown gravy. Hmm. So, yeah. I would say brown gravy is more traditional with a turkey. So, this is a big one. Illinois, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Nevada, Minnesota, and many more states. This is, of course, this is where I'd go. Their favorite side, mashed potatoes. <laughs> when, you, when you said that many in uh, some nice states, I was like, this has got to be mashed potatoes. <laughs> this is a nice state. Nice like <laughs> mashed potatoes. <laughs> Civilization. I mean, I mean that's, that's Thanksgiving to me. Yeah. Mashed potatoes a and A lot gravy. of butter. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe we got some cheese in there. Yeah. I mean, I like to make the little pond, fill that pond up with some gravy, <laughs> yep. maybe put a little peas, you know, in there. Go take a nap. Yeah. 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 Well, um, mashed potatoes were not on my list of sides that I was making for Thanksgiving. What? So. What, <laughs> what, 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 what are you, you going to have? What's review well, your I list? Prefer, <laughs> I prefer sweet potatoes. So, so I would do like a yam and then trash. add <laughs> trash. That's a trash add song. brown sugar and maple syrup and then bake that. And then add marshmallows on top, like the last twenty minutes. That's so, more of a Christmas thing to me, but oh, that's just me. No, but I, I'm still Thanksgiving. Okay. But, hmm. Does your Thanksgiving meal differ from your Christmas meal, or do you? Is it just ham for Christmas and <laughs> always, turkey? You know, we've uh, been together just a little over a year. Okay. So we were pretty new in the holidays last year. We, we did get the got my first real tree with her and everything. That was cool. But uh, what did we do? We did a pork. Then you do no, the, the lamb. Yeah, we did. We did like a, a lamb. Lamb. A rack of lamb. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That was Christmas. Fancy. Right? Yeah, that was for Christmas. So here's some other states. So Iowa, of course, their favorite side is corn. Just corn. All right. <laughs> New York, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, Vermont, New Jersey. This is an East Coast thing. But, I mean, I think it's very traditional. Stuffing. Yeah. Got to have stuffing. Yeah. Now, are you more stuffing or dressing? I thought they were the same thing. Are you talking about calling it that, like popping soda? Uh, <laughs> I guess it's a different They're thing. They're different things? They're different things. I thought I did not know they were. I thought they were the same thing. Me too. So, stuffing yeah. is actually stuffed within the bird, right? And then... I think it's like cooked in the bird, mm-hmm. then you take it out. Mm-hmm. And dressing is just the dressing around the bird, mm-hmm. correct? I've eaten both. Amber knows. Sounds right. Yeah, I don't yeah. You know your stuff. I don't know. <laughs> Did, did anybody represent the green bean casserole? That's what I gotta know. Uh, yeah, I'm getting there. Okay, uh, sorry, sorry, I'm jumping the gun. That oh, was wait. on my list. Uh, Amber, are you are you secretly from Florida or Tennessee? Perhaps. Because their favorite is sweet potato casserole. Oh. It's a southern thing, I guess. You got some southern? Nope. Um, nope. My grandmother was from uh, Pennsylvania originally, and okay. she was the one who would always cook the sweet potato casserole when okay. I was a kid, so that's where I picked it up. Indiana. This is the only one that had this. The only state that had this. Deviled eggs. I know a lot of people love those. Like I hear, 
I got a lot of friends at their family gatherings, and they'll just eat those till mom yells at them. <laughs> yeah, just pop them in your yeah. mouth. But not necessarily just traditional for Thanksgiving. No, I feel like Devil Day. Birthdays. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're kind of like a cookout thing, yeah. right? Yeah. There's even restaurants that have them on their menu as appetizers year-round. Yeah, Charbar Char Char does. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Texas, Nebraska, New Mexico, Arizona, Michigan, Ohio, Idaho, green bean casserole. Okay, there you go. That was on the list, yeah, green bean casserole. The, those are the three wise men of the sides. It's the <laughs> stuffing, the green bean casserole, and the mashed potatoes. <laughs> I can't eat green bean casserole because when I was a child, my mom made something called green bean pie one night. Oh, and I sat at the dinner table for hours, wouldn't eat it. I was punished, <laughs> sat there. She that, wouldn't let me go to chair. my room. So I will not eat a green bean casserole because it reminds me of green bean pie. I did that with a cucumber. I know that same dance. I, I can't stand them still. <laughs> cucumber. <laughs> yeah. Here's one that we never have never had in my family. Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia, Delaware, Maryland, mac and cheese. That's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, mac and cheese, it's got two categories, and they're both very passionate, the baked versus the non-baked. It's baked when they have the little uh, crumbs yeah. on top. Yeah. Well, but you don't have to have crumbs to have it baked. Some people just like the extra cheese and kind of that more um, firm layer of cheese on top. Yeah. I like to um, marinate um, cereal, so do like cornflakes and okay. marinate them with butter. That sounds good. And then add that to the top when it's almost done baking. Yeah, I have I have a friend, like he's gotten in so many internet fights about this. He's very passionate. He should be like a scholar on mac and cheese. But he says that if you bake it, once you bake it, it's, it can still be a good dish, but it's, it's now a casserole with no longer mac and cheese. Exactly. So. Yeah, that's, I, 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 I agree with that. Like, yeah. What a weird thing to get bent out of shape about. Like I've seen him like get, probably let lost friends over this. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Very, very passionate yeah. man. Would you ever, could you ever have tacos for Thanksgiving? No oh. doubt. I have no problem at all. Yeah, no, absolutely. We, we, I don't know if I put turkey on it or anything mm -hmm. like that. You know, I think I stick traditional. Turkey tacos? I don't know, man. I don't know about that one. You have to get it fried or seasoned somehow. Maybe treat it like a fish. Now, what's the night before Thanksgiving like at Colonial Club? Because that's usually the big party night of the year. Is yeah, it? I got to see what day of the week it is. Uh, so it's Wednesday, I guess. It's a Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> that was a it's one of those tricky holidays. I'm like, I, I don't like it where some of them move around like that. And, uh, or they don't. It's, and it's, no, no, I'd rather they were all like that and stuck with their guns. But uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be the taco taco special oh yeah because it's taco night yeah, it'll right be, it'll be cheap tequila uh it'll, it'll get wild out there i guarantee it well we are in uh pandemic time so hopefully it won't get too it'll wild. get wild at, like pandemic wild <laughs> like, like five people like wild. 15 is that when people are making out by touching masks oh my goodness has that ever happened i've, I've heard of this i've heard of these <laughs> i've heard of these tinder hookups where they're Oh, where masks. it's like making out with masks? Ma yeah, masks and condoms, man. It's like I read an article on it this week. You read an article? Yeah. Oh, wow. Like, man, that doesn't sound like you. You have to send me that link. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, happy Thanksgiving, guys. Thanks happy so much for being here on the Thanksgiving episode. So every week here on the show, we like to check the taco news stories of the week. This is the taco ticker. Let's do it. Okay, uh, taco ticker story number one. Taco Bell is bringing back a menu favorite after ditching the Mexican pizza. Were you guys upset when they got rid of the Mexican pizza at Taco Bell? I ate it when I was a kid, and uh, it wasn't part of my current order, but I'm glad to see it come back. You know, it's a good intro meal. Oh, it's not Bell. coming back. It's gone. Oh, they got rid of it totally. So, yeah, it's, it's now in retirement. Okay. The fast food chain has brought back a recent favorite to substitute for it. They have brought back the toasted cheddar chalupa 
I like that chalupa better, mm-hmm. but I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't axe the Mexican pizza. A lot of people are upset about it. The toasted cheddar chalupa. Amber, have you ever had a toasted cheddar chalupa? I don't believe so. I'm more of a taco fan at the Taco Bell or (laughs) a cheese quesadilla. I have been known to order $20 plus at Taco Bell after 2 (laughs) a.m. So you're an after 2 a.m. I'm an after 2 a.m. Taco Bell. I'm a secret closet Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) She's almost growling while she's eating. It's it's something to watch. (laughs) I'm being great. <laughs> so this this toasted cheddar chalupa is back for a limited time. It costs three twenty nine, but it can also be purchased in the toasted cheddar chalupa box for five dollars. That's a great deal. They're also going to add a couple new other menu items: the chicken chipotle melt and the dragon fruit freeze, as well as a regional rollout of green sauce instead of the red sauce and a quesalupa. Ooh, I like a, the green sauce idea. I know that's new. That's different. So yeah, earlier this year, Mexican pizza fans went nuts on social media following the announcement that one of their favorites was on its way out. According to Taco Bell, the pizza's packaging didn't fit the company's vision for the future. Hmm. AKA too expensive, perhaps. Yeah, maybe. What a weird hill to die on. They could have just put it in one of those slips like they put mm-hmm. the uh, Crunchwrap Supreme in like the mm-hmm. paper slip. Why don't they yeah, do that? Or the quesadilla. Cut it in half, mm-hmm. cut yeah. it in half and put it in a taco box. Oh, then they can make a Mexican pizza chalupa thing. Uh, uh, like a wrap, like a yeah. like a folded Mexican pizza. Yeah, that, that'd be the way to go there. It's a great idea. They need you on your mar- their marketing team. Do you want to go? Have, we should have a meeting with them about this. <laughs> Taco ticker story number two. This is the sports corner. This is where we talk about the Huey Lewis album Sports, as well as talk about sports stories. Do you guys have any uh, good Huey Lewis in the news stories from your? I don't, I don't no. particularly. No. Okay. Okay. Gosh, right. that was a short segment. Sorry, okay. Here we go. Um, <laughs> there's nothing worse. Than a fractured taco. Chiefs defensive end Taco Charlton suffered a fracture in his lower leg during the Chiefs' 33 to 31 win against the Carolina Panthers. I mean, he's placed on injured reserve. Charlton tweeted, I really wanted this, but God had a different plan. Be back soon. Taco truck getting repaired. <laughs> Get well soon, Taco. We hope to have you back on the field soon. And the offer is still open. If you want to come on Taco to Town and talk tacos, maybe when you're in recovery, give us a call. Here's another sports story involving tacos. Atlanta Falcons fullback reveals he eats Chipotle four to five times a day. Wow. For a professional football player, eating is a major part of the job, especially if you're expected to block other behemoth players to open up (laughs) lanes for your running back or prevent your quarterback from being hit. Atlanta Falcons fullback Keith Smith stands at six foot zero and 240 pounds. And the key to maintaining that physique may surprise you. During an appearance on the Bro Bible podcast, Smith shared that he has a somewhat alarming Chipotle habit. According to Smith, he eats the same order from Chipotle four to five times a day. His go-to, a bowl of chicken with rice and beans. That's it. That sounds really bland. No salsa. And then it's four to five times a day too. According to Chipotle's nutrition calculator, a bowl containing only chicken, rice, and beans amounts to 520 calories, 12.5 grams of fat, 44 grams of protein, and 62 grams of carbs. That's not horrible. That's 2,500 calories. Yeah. Is that good? I mean, how how often do you guys eat Chipotle? I I eat it probably four times a week. Four times a week. Okay. That's more normal. And uh, Because right now, I can't sit down and eat somewhere, and it's like really big to me on lunchtime to be able to sit down and eat. 
and like all my McDonald's, like all the stuff I normally eat, it's all shut down. So I've been, <laughs> I've been on the Chipotle train hard. So you've been ordering it on the app and going in and grabbing it. Yeah, but don't do that if you're going to the downtown location. What it, happens? Uh, you, I was there 45 minutes, and people were coming in. We had a huge group of us waiting for the app pickups, the pre-order, and then everybody was coming in, just walking up, and they were going in and out, and like, so you cost yourself by using the app. Because everybody else went ahead of you. I've heard that. Yeah, it was bad. It's hit or miss. Yeah, the 39th Street's the way to go. 39th or uh, 51st Street. It's worth the drive. Cool. Amber, what's your Chipotle uh, order? Or um, are you four times a week? Or oh, you... no, no, no. I'm probably once a month, maybe. Okay. Yeah, pretty infrequent. I usually order in for lunch, and I try to stick to more salads and something not that you can't order healthy at Chipotle. You absolutely can. I think it's one of those places you can do. You, they have salads. Um, I don't always. I would say that I often overeat in quantity when I'm at Chipotle. I don't need that many calories in one sitting. Are you chips and guac at Chipotle? Chips and salsa? It depends on my mood. But routinely, I would try to stay away from it unless I just don't care that day and then i would be a chips and guacamole me too that's my side okay well thanks for checking those taco ticker stories with me we'll be right back after this break eat tacos win prizes let me say that again eat tacos win prizes the kck taco trail offers a flavor-filled experience through more than 50 taquerias in kansas city kansas download your free kck taco trail pass to find your way to the tastiest tacos in kansas city so what are you waiting for Get started at kcktacotrail.com. Okay, this is Town of the Taco. Town of the Taco. Kansas City, oh, the place I love. This is where we discuss the town that the tacos are in, Kansas City. I have Kansas City topics here in this KC Cup. Who'd like to pull a topic from the KC Cup? I'll do it first, yeah. Okay. Make it a good one. Okay. <laughs> Casey Dance Clubs or Funky Town? <laughs> Casey Dance Clubs or Funky Town? So what a weird time. I mean, all the dance clubs in Funky Town are shut down right now, right? Yep. Does anybody have any good Funky Town or Casey Dance Club stories? I would take Funky Town over any club in this city any day of the week. It's a, a chore to get out there, and the booze lines are long, so you got to get a bucket of whatever you're getting. That, that's a good time there. I don't need to be in some fist pumping bro bar. Did you ever wear the cat suit into Funky Town? Cat suit's never been to Funky Town. <laughs> <laughs> I think that needs to change. Yeah, we, I we think can do that. that would be. Um, we can do that. Quite the perfect outfit for I'll Funky the, Town. Yeah, I have to lose some weight. Doesn't Funky Town have like a car wash and shoot out like uh, foam foam parties? Yeah. yeah, they they do all that. They Michael Jackson impersonators. Uh, <laughs> Every, you know, every bachelor party, every 50-year-old 50, 50 birthday party, man. Funky, Funky Town's wild times. Amber, have you ever been to Funky Town? I have never been to Funky Town. Never? Ever. No. I've been in Kansas City since 01, and I've been invited numerous times, and it seems like every time, even if it's a birthday or something, something always either comes up or there's some sort of emergency, and every time I'm anticipating Funky Town, it always falls through. No it's like the good one that got away. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I just hope everyone at Funky Town all uh, is doing okay mm-hmm. through all this, and I hope Funky Town gets reopened and we can all soon go back to Funky Town. And Amber, you can go to Funky Town finally and make it a funky night at Funky Town. John, why don't you pull oh, yeah, a topic? Let me, pull one. let me see what's going on here. What you got there? What's on your KC postcard? Oh, yeah. What would be on your KC postcard? 
anything besides that that Union Station from the Liberty Memorial view. Like that thing <laughs> is so played out and and every Jamoke and the city is taken and posted that on their gram. And uh, I hope that's not what they would use. So you'd be more taking a picture of the Casey Scout looking over <laughs> yeah, the city. Exactly. <laughs> slightly, slightly to the side. Slightly more slightly to that than that I, one. I think I would do more of a collage of our people with like, you know, all the, all the famous ones, some of the companies that have been here, but just more of a collage and not like a graphic of one thing. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, because that is on every Casey oh postcard. My God. The, uh, <laughs> I, I'm on Reddit, and every time somebody's like, look at the beautiful sky today, we're like, we see it twice a day, man. <laughs> Getting real tired of it. <laughs> you know? Amber, what would be on your Casey postcard? That's a really good question. I would say, you know, just growing up in Kansas and always coming to Kansas City, the Country Club Plaza was probably like the most cherished time. I remember in Kansas City, we would always um, stay at the... Hyatt Regency before it was sold, and then um, go down to the plaza. So um, maybe something with a new, newly named fountain, Mill Creek Fountain, and then um, maybe just a beautiful view of the plaza lights. I would say the, probably the plaza lights. Now, there was a lot of hate on Twitter last night about the plaza lighting ceremony being the most overrated <laughs> Kansas City tradition. Like, people were ripping on it. I mean, it is kind of weird and lame, but it's also like as a child, as a kid growing up here. I mean, I mean, I didn't necessarily like going down there and waiting in the audience and listening to the bad bands yeah. Yeah. and the dancers <laughs> and the singers. I just like seeing them turn on for the first time. If but, you do it right, it's nice. Uh, if you go down and you get a nice dinner reservation at McCormick and Schmitz or something like that, off to the side where you're not down there in the hoopla, you got a hot chocolate, you're up there on the rail, and... Uh, and watching from there, from a distance, it's wonderful. Uh, my daughter, that's both. She she's left town, and her and her mom fly in for that still. <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah. Good. I mean, you don't think it's overrated? Do you think it's overrated or? It's yeah. If you're going down there and you're dancing to the, uh, used to be the elders <laughs> every year. There's a couple other bands, man. Yeah. Uh, man, it's just I don't like being down there with all those, and especially during a pandemic. Like, so maybe yeah, maybe it'll be better. I don't now. think they're doing it this year. I think they're telling everyone to stay home. They're just going to okay, turn it that on. Makes sense. Yeah, that, this might be the best year for it. <laughs> I think it's weather dependent for me. So I, it's just it was always a fond memory as a child, and um, I think too as long as I don't withstand the colder temperatures very well. So if I'm comfortable and it's a nice view and I'm not in the chaos and my anxiety is super high, then it's fabulous. But if it's, uh, if you're in the mix, like I was as a kid, it's fun when you're a kid, but no longer as an adult. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for answering those KC questions. What do you say? Let's, uh, let's put these tacos to the test. We've got these tacos from Macho Tacos. Have any of you been to Macho Tacos? It's fairly new on the scene. It's out of Michael Forbes' kitchen. What do you think so far? They've got kind of a flour shells, right? Flour, yeah, soft shells? It's good size. Bigger than bigger than a normal taco. And you're having the chicken first, or mm. are you having the shrimp? This fish. is a fish. The fish. Mm -hmm. So Macho Tacos, in Spanish, macho means man. Would you call these manly tacos? Or masculine tacos? I would just because the size. Okay, I feel like it's a good one third bigger taco than what I'm used to. It is. It's it's uh it's a pretty pretty hefty sized uh, tortilla here. All right, uh, I'm gonna go in on this. Oh wow! So I'm having the chicken. 
It's really, really, really good. I'll try that one next. Yeah, so they got steak, chicken. They do have a crunchy beef. I didn't order any of those tonight, sorry. That's more like a taco via taco, so you might be upset. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. I like that asada. The steak is good? Mm-hmm. Got a nice marinade on it. Good steak. Yeah, the steak is um, well-prepared. It's not too dry. There's a little salsa. Good flavor. Yeah, very good. This mm. chicken has a little bit of a, a spiciness to it, which mm. I really like. Hmm. I don't I might, think I got a chicken. I might. Oh, I know why. It's got jalapenos in it. Oh, there you go. That's good. <laughs> really good. Bag. Yeah. So when you go out for tacos, besides going to Colonial Club, <laughs> what, what are some of the your favorite taco places in KC? Uh, the Taqueria, Mexico, number four, right there at Rainbow and Southwest Boulevard. We go in there, and there's a bartender named Eber. Right when we sit down, slides a big marg over to us, and it's just wonderful. We do a couple of dishes there, but they also have an extensive street taco list, you know, with the smaller ones with the more traditional, the cilantro, onion, meat like that. And then they, they get some pretty I – don't, I don't get down with that tongue and brain and everything, but they do <laughs> they, <laughs> they do all that, you know, just like they do at the regular – KCK ones, but yeah, that's not my jam. And you can also eat healthy there, just back on that topic. Um, we order a dish. It's uh, carne asada mexicana. It's uh, just the steak chopped up with salsa, and it's warm. So I don't usually like warm tomatoes, but it's still delicious. And then it comes with a side of rice and beans. Make your own tacos. Mm-hmm. So if you want to eat really healthy, you can also have that option. That's a great place. I had a great meal there. We reviewed them a couple of years ago. Yeah. Or nice last bet. last year. Nice patio. And I don't know how it works, but every once in a while you go out there, there's a mariachi band. So I don't know if it's somebody's birthday or you got to plan that ahead of time. But I wouldn't mind getting some of that I action. think they're there all the time. I Are think they? they're there every night, or at least on the weekends. We always sit at the bar, and we, uh, we're usually like the last table there. We're, we're kind of late, late people. There's nothing like eating late night, or not too late, but being mm-hmm. the last table mm-hmm. in the place, eating tacos, <laughs> overstaying your welcome, but still feeling <laughs> welcome. Oh, yeah. They're winding it down. They're starting to... They'll have some tequila that they don't offer that he, his friends from Mexico bring it back pour us a shot of that it's so smooth I don't know what it is but really get to know them so have you guys sprinkled any lime or um, lemon they give you a, or is this a lime so that's a lime Have you? do you usually put lime on your tacos I usually do on the traditional street ones okay if it, if it has the onions and cilantro I kind of need all three of them but on this uh, this uh, this is more California style I don't I don't know very uh it's a little Saucy, bit between a lot, a lot of, a lot of more May, maybe. Yeah, it's yeah. a little bit between a fancy taco and a bar taco. Yeah, definitely. We have different taco quadrants of <laughs> on our taco map. Mm-hmm. This might be in between a restaurant bar taco and a fancy taco. I'm still trying to figure okay. it out. What do you guys think? Is this not fancy enough to be a fancy taco? I think it's fancy. No, I don't think it's pretty mm-hmm. fancy. <laughs> We're pretty it, simple people. <laughs> I'd, put it, I'd put it like Brookside on the fanciness, not mm-hmm. Mission Hills. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it is in Brookside. Yeah, well, it's so. a, little bit, a little bit more fancy than Waldo. But, yeah, this is a solid <laughs> Brookside taco. Has anyone had the shrimp yet? I have not had the shrimp. I think that's, that's my next in line. Okay, I got that one dialed up next. I'm going to put a little <laughs> lime. I'm, I'm going to go with the lime on that one, too. Oh, yeah, we haven't yeah. talked about the queso yet. So they are famous for their queso and their smoked salsa. Has anyone tried the smoked salsa yet? I did have that, and that is good. It's good. Yeah, okay. That is good. I need to try this. So they're famous for their smoked salsa mm-hmm. and their queso. I've had mm-hmm. the queso. Queso is great. Queso is fabulous. It's like an espinaca type with this spinach. And then it sounds, it tastes like um, there's a cheese blend. So I don't think it's just like a white cheese. It tastes like a blend. Right. Very good. Have you had the? Yeah. Oh, it's, oh, yeah. Got, it's got a little spice to it, too. Mm-hmm. It's kind of late. And we also got beans and rice and guac. Has anyone had the guac yet? Mm-hmm. The guac is delicious. I've had Here's the guac. some more salsa. You've been, you've been hugging the guac. I know. 
Um, <laughs> I didn't even know it was tips. over there. They moved yeah, it. Moved the lid on there, and I could tell you've been eating on it. <laughs> I gotta have some more of this queso first before I try yeah. my shrimp. Fresh avocados. Oh man. Can't nice stop light seasoning. So. <laughs> That's the guac report? What's That's the guac, the guac yeah. report. Okay. There's nothing worse than avocados that aren't fresh, and they are fresh. Oh, yeah. You want to get some of that? Yeah, let me get on on that. I'm going to try this guac here. Super fresh. That's great. Oh, my chip is falling apart in the <laughs> guac. That's that's not good. Okay, go. here we go. All right. That is good. Oh, yeah. Very good. Solid guac. Okay, let's try it. I'm going to try the shrimp. Does it have a sauce on it, the shrimp? Mm-hmm. Okay. It does. It has a it has a cream sauce, right? It's, it's different than what was on the fish. It was a different sauce mm-hmm. on that. The fish one was more like a tartar sauce. Mm-hmm. This more like a cream. Yeah, this one's more fresh. The other sauce was a little bit spicier, but it's delicious. I like the fish that it was more crispy. Like the the shrimp, they're good, but it's a little soggy. But we, it has been a while. Everyone, everything's been sitting here for a while, so not likely their fault. The shrimp is a very light taco. It's not heavy. Doesn't feel heavy as you eat it, but you did. You said you liked the fish better than the mm-hmm. shrimp. I like the steak best so far. Yeah, this one might have a little bit too much lettuce for me. But it has quite a bit of shrimp. Where do you stand on the lettuce on tacos debate? Lettuce on taco? No lettuce on taco. I'm, I'm not real passionate about it. I don't. If it doesn't have it, it's no big deal to me, and I'm not. I don't need to pick it off or anything. But if there is too much, I notice. That's the only. That's kind of where I'm at. I love the extra lettuce. Other than street tacos, unnecessary. But the gringo taco definitely like. A supplement of lettuce for sure. So you you would feel if you piled a bunch of lettuce on a street taco with cilantro, that would kind of ruin it. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. would ruin. Yeah, I would really do. If I got cilantro on there, I don't care for the lettuce. John, do you feel like growing up eating taco via that that was kind of your taco? I mean, I know it was your taco awakening, probably <laughs> like mine, but. Do you feel like that is your vision? Uh, when you go to sleep at night and you put your head on a pillow, is that the taco you see in your dreams? Oh, not now. <laughs> after, after, no, after I, hit the, after I hit those little corn ones with the cilantro and onions and everything over there in KCK, there's no going back. Okay, so that's, <laughs> yeah. that's replaced it. Okay. I, couldn't, I couldn't go back to that, but I'll eat one. It's a nice little snack, but okay. it's, it's almost a different thing. Right. It's a completely yeah. different taco. Yeah. All right. So what's your final rating? So we do one out of five golden tacos, five being best. You can rank them by taco type, or if you want to give it an overall rating, we can do that too. What would you give the tacos at Macho Taco? Overall, I would say a four. Four out of five? Four out that's of five. What, that's what I was going to yeah. go with. They're good. I love the, the size of them. And it, getting the different sauces between the fish and the shrimp and everything, they do care. Mm-hmm. They're, they're doing their best. And I think the um, the meat's really good. The fish was really good. The shrimp, it's decent. I did really like the garnish and the size. So Would you say fresh, salt, fish was pork. your favorite? The fresh fish, yeah. Ste- mm-hmm. Steak was my favorite. Okay. I loved my chicken the best. I did like the shrimp, but I think I like the chicken the best. And I haven't had a steak yet. I'll try that yeah, in a little bit. One. I'm going to go 4.1 out of 5 golden tacos. Okay. <laughs> it was very fancy. I would say this is a fancy taco. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I like fancy tacos just as much as any other yeah, taco. So I will definitely be back. And in the queso, if I was rating queso, I'd go, I'd say five Mine's, out of five golden mm-hmm. tacos. Definitely. Agreed. Definitely on the queso. Golden queso buckets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I, and the smoke, the smoke sauce is nice too. Yeah. And the guacamole. Yeah. Four out of five. I mean, it's, it's delicious. I think it could be seasoned a little bit more, but it's still quite delicious. Do you like your guacamole to have chunks of fruits and vegetables in it? Or are you uh, more of a like, creamy guacamole? Uh, a few chunks, like maybe like <laughs> diced tomatoes, diced onions, jalapeno. I, jalapeno. I like, I like it a little it, Yeah, a little spicier than this. This is a, a little more bland. It than tastes what I extremely like. fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
fresh avocado. All right. So we love the tacos and all of the sides. Um, we usually do a segment called Bad Reviews Read in a Funny Voice. <laughs> okay. But I couldn't find any bad reviews of Macho Taco because it's oh. such a new place. So we're going to read some good reviews okay. in a funny voice. Can you guys do funny voices? That's not my forte. I'm sure John's <laughs> fabulous at that. All right. <laughs> Let's read some good reviews. Right. Bad reviews on Taco the Town. Taco the Town. Taco the Town. Taco the Town. Uh, who, who do you have there? We got Dan Q says. Okay, let's see what he has to say. He says, honestly, some of the best food in Kansas City. Their queso is to die for. Food never disappoints. Five stars. Oh, nice. Amber, <laughs> are you sure you don't want to try one? Can you do a snobby voice or a, like a country sure, voice? I could. Okay. Okay, this is Brandon M. Okay, what does Brandon M have to say? So I guess I come back every Tuesday. It's only for Taco Tuesday. Can't beat the price. Or the awesome tacos. The steak is my favorite. Only second to the house margaritas. Pretty darn good. Five stars, I guess. <laughs> she does not sound happy at all. <laughs> but she was happy. So yeah, it's in Michael Forbes. It's the ghost kitchen. Now, I brought this up. Does is a ghost kitchen mean that the kitchen has passed away at some point? <laughs> or does it mean that the kitchen floats around... Like a spirit. What does a ghost kitchen really mean? Amber, you seem to know about ghost I just, kitchens. I think they just said it doubles as a secondary base, especially during times like this where a kitchen may need extra revenue, that they're able to uh, market it in a different way and there able to go. get... You know. Yeah, I think it's like when somebody writes Drake's raps. You know, you got somebody <laughs> else writing them, and he's just in there with the cleaned up, lined up beard and the waves and with that nice voice is. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's deep. <laughs> so that's what a ghost kitchen is. So yeah, Macho Taco at Michael Forbes for carryout and DoorDash. Definitely check it out here in Brookside. We'll be right back after this break. Hey, taco lovers. It's your old pal Dave from Taco the Town here. Let me ask you a question. Have you had a chance to check out the new podcast from Taco the Town executive producer Chris Garibaldi? It's called the Lost and Found and Rewound podcast. It's a movie review podcast where Chris and his old childhood chums, Jim and Rick, review cinema favorites that they watched growing up and they remember being great. They watch the films again with fresh eyes and determine if the movie that they once loved as teens holds up or if the movie should be lost to the bin of forgotten cinema forever. They've already reviewed Wicker Man, Sharky's Machine, What's Up Doc, The Blues Brothers, and recently, friend of Taco the Town, actor Michael McMillan stopped by to discuss the movie Midsummer. These guys know their stuff. They know their movies, they know their music, and they also talk a lot about the band Soul Asylum on the show. So if you're into that, get lost and check out the Lost and Found and Rewound podcast. Available now on Podbean, a member of the Lotus Pod Podcasting Network. And now, it's time to get serious. It's time for Taco Topics. All right, so this is the in-depth taco questionnaire. This is Taco Topics. I've got taco questions. I need your taco answers. Are you guys ready? Oh, yeah. We're ready for taco answers. All right, here we go. Just bear your taco soul to me, okay? I want the truth, all right? Question number one. What's the one thing you look for in a taco? First thing that pops in your head. <laughs> it would be the meat. The choice of the the choice of protein. The choice of protein would be number one. I think so. Uh, my, my Mine would be pastor, man. That's my favorite like protein that I could get on a taco. If I was going to go that route. I would have loved to have some pastor tacos tonight. Uh, I wonder if Michael Forbes or 
I wonder if Macho Taco does pastor tacos. They should mix know. it in. Yeah. I'm not sure that I saw that on the menu. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they do. Hmm. Do you prefer hard shell or soft shell tacos? I'm a soft shell person. Hard shell all the way. So you and would have liked some crunchy shells tonight? These were delicious. And I think because they are more of a gourmet taco, I was fine with a soft shell. And for a gourmet taco, I think that's very appropriate. But for more of a basic gringo taco, I definitely like the hard shell. Yeah, these were a little in between. These weren't super soft and they weren't super, I mean, they weren't crunchy at all. But yeah. For um, street tacos, I do like the soft corn. Okay, hot or mild salsa? I'm mild. I'm basic. <laughs> oh, I like hot, but I, I do like to have that mild sitting over there to get me back on my back in my lane when I need to. Okay, this is a big one. Pro cilantro or no cilantro? I'm pro. All day, every day cilantro. Okay, so you aren't soap people. You don't think it tastes like soap? Nope, don't get that at all. I've okay. heard of that, though. We don't like to talk about those soap people here on the show. <laughs> I know one of you need to get her on the show. <laughs> I always thought it was the weirdest thing. Okay, favorite side dish. Chips and salsa, chips and queso, chips and guac, beans or rice oh man that is a close one between chips and salsa and chips and queso oh it depends it depends on my mood but i would say the basic chips and salsa you can never go wrong with because the queso may not be that great there but if the salsa is bad then you have to go with the queso so i'm split i do salsa that's that's number one and then queso is a, a nice bonus this is a big one um f mary kill salsa queso guac Mm. What are you going to do? <laughs> I'm going to have to write this down. <laughs> yeah, maybe the F guac because it's not hot. You're going to F the guac? <laughs> or are you going to marry it? What would you say? I think I would. I wouldn't. Uh, I think I'm, in that instance, I'm going to have to kill queso because it's hot. Hmm. And then uh, and then you F would guac. Kill, you would kill this queso? No, that's oh. such no, good queso. No, no, I'm marrying the queso. Marry the queso. Marry the queso. I don't want to burn my thing. So that's why I'm trying to kill that. Oh, you're really taking this really literally. Yeah. Okay. Is that now? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. So you're thinking about. If everybody's getting F, it's the guac. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Marry the salsa or kill the salsa? Um, No. No, definitely marry the salsa. Marry the salsa. It'll be there for you. Yeah. Okay. If you're not eating tacos, what are you eating? Is there something you eat as much as I eat tacos? The two places we go out to eat the most is Bob's Wasabi and the Taqueria Mexico. Yeah, there's not much variance outside that. Yeah. We have a Ta- few Tower others. Tower Tavern for chicken wings. Yeah, we had to start making a list of other places we could eat because I'm like, we need to branch out <laughs> from here. We cannot have two restaurants that we eat at. <laughs> <laughs> we need to support other local business here so everyone else doesn't go under. <laughs> so just sushi and tacos. That's, there's nothing wrong we with love, that. We love sushi. Yeah, I can okay. live off that. Okay, in your opinion, is Kansas City a good taco town? I definitely mm-hmm. think so, especially when you uh, add KCK mm-hmm. in there. I think we'd be one of the best in the region for sure. I agree. KCK, KCK's where it's at, but this was still quite delicious. Yeah. What are some other good taco towns you've visited? Is there another? Is there something that really sticks out to you? Another city that does tacos really good that you've I visited? Austin. Austin had a bunch of good tacos and uh, and a lot of good margaritas too. It's just kind of. That's why I'm there. <laughs> you know, the taco's nice. <laughs> there for the margarita, the tacos, oh, an accompaniment. Taco shirt. Oh, shoot. It would have been too cold for that. <laughs> he had, I had a shirt, shirt to wear for you. You have a beautiful hams sweatshirt oh, God, on. Yeah. yeah. I, had, <laughs> good. I had a shirt with like donkeys 
margaritas and tacos <laughs> sent out and wear this, but it's short sleeve. It wouldn't have worked out here tonight. I would agree. Austin, um, Dallas, anywhere in Texas, they've had really good tacos. But when I've been on the East Coast, I wouldn't say that there's, I've been anywhere that I was like, man, this is better than what we have at home. I would say maybe just. Have you ever had a time in your life when you've had to turn down tacos? Would you ever no. turn down a taco? No, I've, never, I've never done that. That's a great That's absurd. Yeah. <laughs> well, silly Bryce Harper say clown question, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a silly question. Okay, do you have any taco no-nos or taco phobias? Mm. Something that'll turn you off from a taco. I, I don't. I've got a couple of them that have done that thing where the hard shell hits me behind the gums. And uh, that, that really hurts my feelings when they do that to me. Oh, you're so sensitive. <laughs> I get that too. Yeah. Mostly with chips. Yeah, I get it on If the you chip eat too. a taco too yeah. fast, it'll jam up there underneath that tooth. Yeah, you don't want that. That is the worst. Yeah. That really makes you sad because you're like, why is something that I love so much hurting me? You know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's, that's not nice. I would say if the protein is like overcooked and dry or I guess severely undercooked and you're worried about food poisoning, E. coli, that could be an issue. You don't want a rare taco. I don't want a rare taco. No, that would be, that would be an issue. And taco? <laughs> Man, you have to be careful where you eat ceviche in Kansas City. <laughs> okay, this is a speed round. Are you ready? These are yay or nay questions. Yeah. These are just different taco types. Okay. I just want to know yay or nay on them. You ready? Yep. Let's see if you can break the record of, of five seconds. Taco pizza. Yay. Yay. Taco salad. Yay. Taco burgers. Yay. No. Taco dogs. Yay. No. <laughs> dogs are dressed like tacos. Yay. 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 <laughs> Breakfast tacos. Yay. Oh, no. Boo. <laughs> Walking tacos. Yes. Yay. Taco soup. Yay. Yay. Taquitos. Yay. Yay. Miniature tiny tacos. Yay. Choco tacos. Yay. Yay. <laughs> tacos with a shell made out of a fried chicken breast, a naked chicken chalupa. Ooh. Yes. Yay. Yay. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried egg. Yay. No. Tacos served with french fries and nacho cheese. Hmm. Yay. Nay. All right. That was good. You were, uh, Amber, you were nay on breakfast tacos. Just not a fan of eggs. Not a fan. I really don't love eggs and salsa together. I love eggs with chalua hot sauce, but not salsa. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe if it was like chorizo and eggs, but I've never. I'm not a burrito fan, and I, I. I guess you can get a taco for breakfast, like you said, and not a burrito. But I more think of breakfast as a breakfast burrito than a breakfast taco. I understand. You gotta say no to the burrito. Sometimes no to breakfast tacos. Okay. What's your favorite song to listen to in the car when you're on your way to get tacos? Is there something that really gets you fired up? <laughs> Gasolina would be pretty appropriate, man. That'd <laughs> be lit partying. Kind of got that theme to it. Gasolina. Uh, that's. I think that's on one of my old mixed CDs. <laughs> it says like booty jams maybe it, on it. It would be on yeah, there, man. Yeah. Amber? Man, I need to think on my feet. I feel like I'm slow on this one. Probably something just Beyonce, like something that's going to fire me up because tacos I'm always thrilled about eating. So. What was that? Formation? Is that that? <laughs> <laughs> there is a song Formation, yes. That'd be a good taco song? That would song? be a good taco song. Yeah. Have you ever danced while eating a taco? Have I ever not danced while <laughs> eating a taco? <laughs> okay, this is the time of the show called Random Taco Question of the Week. Random Taco Question of the Week. Who'd like to fire me out a number and I'll read you a random taco question? Not that we haven't been asking, I haven't been asking you random taco questions for the last hour. 10. Okay, here we go. If you were building a pinata and you could put anything of your choice inside the pinata, 
what would you fill up your pinata with? Ice cream bars. Like we're talking chocolate chocolate or fudge bars or? Like maybe a choco taco. What else do you taco. do with the bat? Well, you're just hitting Who's the a- external part of the pinata and everything falls out and then you have your delicious ice cream that you can go put in the freezer. <laughs> I like the idea of a choco taco pinata. Yeah, yeah choco taco pinata. Okay. That's delightful. I- I'd try it. Uh, John, do you have, what would you fill a pinata with? I was thinking like a Twix or <laughs> Snickers bars or something. <laughs> but we're on the taco show. It has to be a taco I know, taco. but I was just thinking something that you can hit it and it doesn't, <laughs> like, and, who, and who's doing it too? Am I opening it or somebody I don't like? Because if it was <laughs> no, yeah, you, I don't you, like opening it. You've got the bet. If it was going to rain on them, I'd want it to be like deviled eggs or something like that we were talking <laughs> right, earlier. Right, But like, if it's me, I want something that's packaged I can pick up off the ground and eat. And, uh, I would think the Snickers, frozen Snickers bars. What about peanut butter Twix? That, that's mm. one of my faves. Oh, those are those are yeah. good. I, they did a cookies and cream Twix. That's oh, pretty fire remember too. that yeah, yeah. man? That's was that like the nineties? Bring that back. Bring that was that delicious. Back. John, you want to throw me out a number? Yeah, we'll do uh, seven. Seven. What is a topping that should never be put on a taco? I'd say watermelon. Some chef's gonna try to make something fresh, and they're gonna do watermelon. And uh, it, it just, it'll be abomination. It shouldn't happen. Yeah, like a big chunk of watermelon. Yeah, right. Or like or little, little cube ones. Yeah, little cubed <laughs> yeah, no, watermelon do on that. a taco. Do yeah. It sounds like it would just smush in your hand, and too. I, I just don't like, yeah. I don't like watermelon in general. And uh, whatever I don't like about cucumber, I don't like, they, they're kind of in there together for me. The but once, is it the seeds not, or is the it seeds? that it's kind it's of a watery I, food? I think it's the watery. I, yeah. I, I just don't like either of them. And you were talking about having to sit there on that meal, you know, and I had to do that with something that had cucumbers on it when I was little. And then there's another time that my dad was determined to not have a kid that wouldn't eat watermelon and made me eat it, and I threw up, and never again watermelon. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Not that kind of show. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, man, I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry. sorry, sorry, sorry that happened yeah, to you. Man. No, I'm, yeah, uh, you, way down on the couch you, to talk about <laughs> it. Share my feelings with the group. <laughs> now this is what this is for. Uh, Amber, what would you never, ever put on a taco? What should never go on a taco? Is there something you can think of? I was thinking some sort of like dried fruit. So like a cranberry or a raisin. Let's just go with cranberries. Not for the taco. Thanksgiving episode. That's a great choice. Yeah. So you wouldn't eat. So Drunken Worm has a Thanksgiving taco that has cranberry sauce and turkey and stuffing and gravy and mashed potatoes inside it. Oh, I wouldn't want to mix all those things in one. No. (laughs) Okay. That's not really a taco. They really do that? Yeah. I'm going to talk Chad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we reviewed it on the show a couple years ago. <laughs> we didn't believe it really tasted like Thanksgiving to us. It okay. ta- yeah, but hopefully they still have it. I'd like. I'd give it another try. Okay. I'd give it another try. So you wouldn't eat that, Amber? I mean, I do like cranberries alone, but just like feel like on a taco, dried fruit. No, if it was like a cranberry chutney and it made sense, like with chicken, maybe I could see that. But not, not no dry, no dried fruit. Okay. Well, gosh, guys, I think we're done. I think that's it oh, for the man, show. Man. Thank you so much for being on the show. You know, one thing I forgot to talk to you about, John, is is dive bars. Okay. What are yeah. what's what's your top three dive bars in KC? Oh my goodness. You uh, have a favorite? Oh, no, I, I mean, besides Colonial, oh, Club. besides Colonial Club. Colonial Club. Uh, I like Johnny's on Seventh quite a bit. That's a great one. Uh, it's right by the Colonial Club. Uh, Bobby Baker's. That's another. I like to get in there and see Becky. She's a fabulous person. You know, right now we've been on lockdown. I haven't been going that many. There's a lot of dive bars that aren't oh, open because yeah. of lockdown. Yeah. yeah. Shay Charlie quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shay Charlie. Charlie. Yeah, Shay Charlie. That would be your. I get in there. Uh, I throw a lot of darts, a lot of steel tip darts. And uh, yeah, Shay Charlie's wonderful. Used to go to the Barney Stone a ton. Uh, I, I don't do that so much, but I've been in Shay Charlie a lot lately. What about Tommy Farah's uh, The Happy Place? You know what? 
uh, what time of the day? Are we talking six thirty in the morning <laughs> on Saturday? What, you ever done that? What time does Tommy's open? Six thirty. Wow. And uh, and you get the people that have rolled their party over. You got those rollover minutes. Remember on the cell phones back in the day? People roll over party into Tommy's and uh, they are <laughs> showed. It's a mess in the morning, but then it, evening is pretty normal. That's a great place, though. Yeah, it's got that awesome new sign they put out front that just says "Cold Beer." Yeah. It's a beautiful sign. Guys, thank you so much for being on the show. Amber, where can people find you on social media? Anything you'd like to promote? Sure. Yeah. So first of all, my business, Plaza Aesthetics and Wellness, the website, plazamedicalspa.com, Instagram at Plaza Medical Spa, Facebook, Plaza Aesthetics. And then my personal Instagram for modeling at Amber Curve Model would probably be the easiest place to find me. Now, if someone eats too many tacos and it affects the skin on their face, is that something you can you can help them out with? I would think I would do anything in my power to get them to continue eating their normal consumption of tacos. <laughs> now, would that involve injections into the face or would you give me a ni- microderm? Uh, oh, sorry, I said me. I didn't mean to say that. That was a <laughs> Freudian slip. This person... If their skin is really suffering from eating too many greasy tacos, would you give them a microderm abrasion? What would be the... Maybe a chemical peel, maybe a hydrofacial. (laughs) I have estheticians that do hydrofacials. And then some hot sculpting maybe on my... uh, I mean, this person's uh, sides. Is that something that could be done? Perhaps, depending on the distribution of the fat. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, John. Where, where can people find you? Are you on Twitter, Instagram, all uh, that stuff? Yeah, or Twitter and Instagram, I have uh, jstoner44. Okay. That's the same on both. And uh, yeah, come say hi, folks. And you're, are you at Colonial Club eating tacos on a Wednesday or what's... You know, uh, Wednesday, I, I get out there a little bit. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to cut back on my partying a little bit. Oh, you know, yeah. I got Amber's kind of whipped me in shape here. Right. I used to be about an everyday guy, but uh, I get over there usually once on the weekend and then uh, either Wednesday or Thursday and then either Friday or Saturday. I'll swing through there quite a bit. All right. And what's, uh, is there like a chicken wing night? Thursdays. Is that chicken wings? I forget how much they cost, but they're cheaper. they're a quarter. They're they're not a quarter. No, No, it's like... No, it's not definitely not a quarter, but it's, uh, it's a, <laughs> Amber, what are you yeah, what are you saying? Giving the, the damn farm away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. In uh Thursdays, uh, Pat's the bartender. He's pretty wild too. It's a good time. You have like a shrine to hams in Colonial Club. Is that from your private collection or did you uh, buy that? So we started, uh, me and my buddy Blake, we we like hams. That was one thing we agreed on on the bar. And our friends and locals, whoa, he has hams. They started bringing in their their great uncle passed away. This was his mug. And they started bringing us tokens of their like family relics that they've come in. And uh, so it's kind of grown organically like that. I got a friend, Casey Mike out in California. And anytime he finds something hams at a swap sheet, swap meat, he ships it over. That's Just, beautiful. Yeah. Those are some amazing friends to have. Oh, yeah. Some hams friends. Yeah. Good ambassadors. Yeah. Ambassadors <laughs> and hams. He is the ambassador. Yeah, I am actually. They uh, The hams people flew in from Chicago to meet with me about the stuff I've been posting on Instagram and things. And uh, nice. they give me belt buckles and uh, T-shirts. You're a lucky bastard. <laughs> You're a lucky I'll, bastard. I'll get you some ham sweat. Dude, hook me up. I'd ham. love some. Thanks so much for being on the show, and thanks for talking tacos with me. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank Happy Thanksgiving. 
Remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Taco the Town KC. Please rate and review and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, and Spotify. Thanks to engineer Matt Allen, executive producer Chris Garibaldi, and thanks to the band Sun Eaters, who wrote all the music you hear here on Taco the Town. Their catalog is available on lotuspool.com. And until next time, go, go eat some tacos! Lotus Pod.